gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. Banger theme song. It's probably my new favorite theme song out right now. I mean, I wouldn't say my new favorite one. That's uh, my new favorite. I've been like Maybe. listening to this on loop. It's a banger. It, I'll, I'll give him that. It really, it'll, it'll grow on you. Keep listening to it. It'll grow on you. That is Soraya's uh, theme song. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sons of Slam. My name is Chris Mindell along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black, sir. Welcome. What's going on, man? Nothing much. How you doing, buddy? I'm all right. I'm all right. Other than being cameraless with you here, it's like can't, can't see my beautiful face. But the the it's secret. Right. Thing- I'm looking at myself and I like what I see. <laughs> I maybe <laughs> maybe recording with no shirt on. Who knows? Somebody, this may be a, a free ball in uh, episode. If you were doing it completely in the nude right now, I'd have so much respect for you. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Uh, I. I'm not, but that might change throughout the show. Who knows? Um, <laughs> let's end that. So, yeah, this is going to be an interesting show. Anyway, for uh, for a week that really not much going on, it's we have a lot to talk about. So let's let's get into some stuff. Do you have anything outside the ring before we talk about uh, what happened this past weekend? This past week. Um, do you know who wrote and who sings uh, Soraya's theme music? Her entrance music? Uh, the song is Zombified. I do not know. The song is Zombified by Falling in Reverse. Okay. Okay. Falling in Reverse is lead singer. His name is Ronnie Radke. Mm-hmm. Otherwise known as One Soraya's Husband. Oh, well, the fix is in then. Look at that. It's good to see. Yeah. It's who you know, huh? I legitimately thought you played that because you knew that, and that's how you wanted to start it. Nope. <laughs> that's hilarious. Nope. Uh, you that's, have no idea. Yeah, see, there you go. I know. I've been <laughs> listening to it while working out, and I was like, that's, I just wanted to play it. Yeah, that is a good one. That is a good song. Um, but yeah, look at that. The more you know. Congratulations to your New York Yankees on claiming the AL East. 
And they, I won. Uh, I won a couple bucks on it. Yeah, not gonna brag. As did I. As did I. I will brag. Um, a couple hundred bucks in my pocket thanks to uh, last night's clinch. Um, yeah, I didn't do that. I had them in a parlay with a couple other things. Okay. And those things died out. But I also took each bet separately, and it was at a time where ever they were just going away with it. Them and the Mets. I have both of them to win their respective uh, divisions. Mm-hmm. But it was at minus two hundred. So I had like I don't know I got like I literally put like five bucks on it thinking like a, oh it, no yeah like fifty it was, cents back. It was worthless. <laughs> I did cash in on a couple parlays yeah. that were uh, on the Monday night game. Okay, not gonna brag. Mm-hmm. It was wild. Nice. nice, a couple plus one thousands. Nice, a couple plus fifteen hundreds and a plus twenty seven hundred. So okay, so the next time we get tickets for something, it, they're on you. That's what, that's what you're saying. Good for you. No, I didn't say that. Congratulations. Oh, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying I had a couple. We're going, you know, boys. I had, a, I had a good night, but, you know, don't hold your breath. It's gambling. We're going, boys. Go. Front row. Let's go. Let's do it. Front row. You're out of your fucking mind. Let's do it. Double or nothing front row. Vegas. Double or nothing <laughs> front row. This is happening. Uh, they had a video of uh, Yankees. Speaking of AEW pay-per-views. Yeah, that's right. Uh, well, we're going. Yes, we are. Congratulations. Getting those tickets. Full gear. Full gear in Jersey. Bay Bay. Bay Bay. Uh, Yankees' uh, newest center field star, Harrison Bader. Bronxville's own Harrison Bader. A local boy done good. Uh, was doing a Stone Cold uh, beer beer bash last night. What? Yeah. Pouring the beer down his gullet. So uh, congratulations to him. He, he lucked out, man. Like He came up like Aaron, a month ago, right? Aaron, yeah. Aaron Hicks shit in the bed all year. And then this guy comes up and... Is, is raking it and it's awesome in center field. Yeah. Doing the stone cold beer bash. So congratulations to, to our Yanks. Um, let's see what else here. Bop, 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 Extreme rules coming up in two weeks. That is almost a sellout. Um, I, you know what? And, and if it wasn't for my insane work schedule, I'd probably be going October 8th. Same. Cause, Cause it's Philly, you know, you might not go to Philly, but, um, I, I have not been, I think none of us have been to a triple H run event yet. And I would like to pop that cherry soon. <laughs> we keep going to I, AEW, which is all well and good, but I, I would like to go. I'm starting to fall in love again with WWE, and I would like to go. I have yet to be. I have yet to be to a WWE event ever. Uh, <laughs> let me rephrase that. Okay, then we have we have other things to talk about. <laughs> I, let me rephrase that. Sure. I have been to one that I can remember. I've been to one WWE event in my life. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the old, I don't remember if it was before or after they switched. Do you remember the old WWF cafe in Times Square? Sure. Turned into hard, I went hard rock there cafe. and they had a ring in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And I saw a couple dudes taking bumps and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I went in, I got a freaking metal lunchbox, all that stuff. You know, souvenir type gimmicks. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, that's not this even, must have been in the 90s. Not, I'm pretty sure the Twin Towers were still up it was the during 90s. this time. It was the 90s, and that's, yeah. not, that's not even close to being an event. So, you know, we have to uh, we have to pop. We already did the wrestling pop chair. We have to do the WWE. Surprised I wasn't. Yeah, there. it's just, yo, it just doesn't lie. The only reason we I can do, me personally, the only reason I can do AEW is because I'm off work on Wednesdays. <laughs> I think if it's a... I mean, you're going to wait till WrestleMania when they come to back to Philly next year? I mean, come on, man. <laughs> you got to get something. I mean, that would be a good one to 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 pop it off, but I think you got to get if something. If I'm going to do it, between, I might huh? as well do it big. You get something in between there, jeez. I didn't you forget. I I can't remember if I 
mentioned it on the show, but I'm pretty sure I've definitely said it to you before. I never watched the WWE. I've never wa- I never watched a pay per view until WrestleMania 25. And that's just because I was like, oh, I'm going to see. In my head, I go, I know my parents aren't going aren't gonna to buy it for me. And I'm just going to, I know I'm going to get the highlights that I need on Monday Night Raw the next day. It's not and the then same. I watch my first pay-per-view and I'm like, it's not the same. Yeah, I need to watch every single pay-per-view now. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's, it's a totally different feel. And again, I'd love to be able to go now to a Triple H-led event because uh, it's going to be really good. Just to hear um, the white rabbit sing in the background. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Um, so already, as of this article, which came out, uh, looks like this morning, uh, WWE has already sold 11,252 tickets out of 12,319, which wow, they will they will sell out that arena. And uh, that's, that's some Wells Fargo. Uh, so, yeah. It's Philly. You got to put the little emphasis on it. The Wells Fargo Wells Arena. Wells Fargo. Extreme rules. No other. There's no better place to have extreme rules other than in Philly. Uh, yeah, I feel like you can only have it there. You can only have. It, it's it, like it, having it, Halloween havoc in freaking March. You got. <laughs> makes no sense. Yeah, you have to have it every every year. It should be in Philly. Um, I'm not opposed to that. To I mean, be honest, seriously, that would be an awesome thing if if, if you. I mean, it'd be they'll awesome. never do it. Though. They'll never, no, they'll never do it. But if they, they could get like the old uh, ECW arena the uh the old packing plant over there and, and, and get the seats back in there that'd be awesome and just have the like, old 2300 yeah <laughs> never do that but uh anyway aew uh speaking of going to aew events our event last week that we attended the grand slam of all grand slams taking all 20 hours of our day um you'd think it would do well because i'm of, still tired i'm still, I'm still catching up <laughs> i'm still catching up with the rest um You'd think that it would do well with ratings. Um, not that it didn't do well; it did over a million views. But the week before had about my numbers, my math is correct, twelve thousand more viewers. Uh, I'm sorry, a hundred and twelve thousand more viewers. Jesus, uh, to, that's. I was going to say twelve thousand. That's not a lot. That makes sense. All the people who were watching yeah. last week are now at Arthur Ashe Stadium this week. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. From the previous week, um, minus 120,000 viewers. So they had a, a million three uh, for the September 21st episode. Uh, the previous week was 1.16. So, wait, wait, wait. What did they have for, for this past week at Arthur Ashe? The Grand yeah, Slam? Uh, 1 million uh, 39,000. Oh, the previ- well, they still did over a million. That's what I'm saying. I just said that. They did over a million, which is great. Oh. And that's that's all well and good. But I'm saying the previous week, which was like a not even a go-home show. It was just setting up for Grand Slam and uh, about 120,000 more viewers. Um, Jim Ross went that's on record um, to segue into what he said. He was kind of confused by the whole situation. While speaking on his Grilling JR podcast, he said, Quote, it was an interesting thing. How do you explain the fact that AEW does around a million viewers on a big-time hyped show that is loaded with five title matches? How do you justify or explain that? I don't know the answer to that conundrum. I really don't. You think we were providing the audience with what they wanted to see. All our top programs, all the titles that were significant, are getting some exposure. When you don't have those massive numbers that you were hoping for, it's hard to explain why that happened. The drop in viewership for such a big event truly is a bit perplexing. It's a bit perplexing, although far from unheard of. 
as ratings for both WWE and AEW TV shows sometimes yo-yo up and down from week to week for no readily apparent reason, unquote. Yeah, but this is like Grand Slam is one of those episodes of Dynamite where it's like it's a pay-per-view on a Wednesday. Right. Like the St. Paddy's Day Slam, like uh, uh, Bash at the Beach, stuff like that. Wait, well, no, they don't call it that anymore, right? No. What do they call it? Beach Break? Was, no, that's the that's the Orange Cassidy. No, it was, it was, I'm sorry. It is Bash at the Beach. NXT. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about NXT. I'm talking about AEW. Oh. Um, AEW has a beach thing. Road Rager. Remember that? <laughs> yes, you I know do. that one? I do, yes. Road Rager is like the is, is AEW's great balls of fire. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Uh, Something that nobody really cares about. Yeah, Beach Break. It is Beach Break. Beach Break, yeah. Okay, so yeah. There's there is a bunch of they hype them as you know you, you I can't believe you're getting this on free television yeah and Which, most of them are I mean a good amount of them are fair enough yeah absolutely it's a fair statement to make but it's, in and it's that's why I say it's a little odd that this is less viewers than last week even if it was a go home show right it should be I feel like it should have been more I mean, technically yeah technically last week was a go home show for this week. Um, usually it's for the weekend, but wait, I might have it. When was the queen's funeral? Was that during all this? No. All right. I'm just saying that's really the only thing that even remotely comes to mind as to why. (laughs) I know a lot of wrestling fans. That's so self-centered of me as a wrestling fan to be like, (laughs) yeah, why isn't anybody watching AEW? It's either the the queen just died. Okay. If she's not, if the funeral's not on AEW, what's Uh, going on? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Cause they were watching it from seven, between seven to midnight. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, from seven to ten on uh, eight to ten on a Wednesday. Yeah, there was there was uh, coverage of the Queen. Um, but good good for you for thinking that. That's very positive of you. Uh, moving on. What else do I have here? I have uh, talked about ratings. Uh, Triple H looking to revamp uh, some of the the championship title designs. Um, there has been long. I'm just gonna kind of summarize what he's saying here. So Sean Sapp. Uh, Feifel. He basically is saying that uh, Triple H and the designs apparently were long coming before Vince left, but that there's this conundrum that they have now with these new title belts and they're easier to put on because of the Velcro, but they don't look as good. They're not as what he quotes to say aesthetically pleasing to the eye, which he's right. <laughs> but So we're getting snaps again? Might get easier snaps, maybe... Uh, I don't know. It does. It doesn't really say what what they're looking to do, but they're looking to alter the belts, the look of the belts, and then also fix that whole thing with the <laughs> the back of the belt. Mm, that's interesting. Mm. I bet it's like those clear snaps. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, I don't. No, I can't really describe it. It's kind of difficult to describe. It's it's a snap, but it's not like those hard brass ones. Like if they it's do, weird. If they could do like a. Are they changing the design of it too? It, it's, like the the plates. Uh, Sean Sapp. Okay, many WWE stars uh, gave their take on what kind of changes would serve them best. After a question about whether they'd like the belts to have Velcro or snaps, many talents noted that Velcro is convenient, though it's not a good aesthetic choice. Uh, Agreed. They've spoken out as of late, said that they'd be in favor of some changes to title belts. Personally, uh, we asked about Velcro versus snaps, and several talents said that the Velcro helps them when they need to attach the belt quickly, but cosmetically, it looks horrible. Um, they already have plans before Vince. 
Those we've spoken to say that there were already plans in motion. However, Triple H hasn't exactly been shy about changing things. We're told that there's largely accelerated, uh, accelerated some things. We've heard that additional cosmetic changes to things come across SmackDown, Raw, NXT. Um, and we've already seen logo changes in NXT. So that, that's all it says. Uh, check out for, and then he says also the next coming month, check out for debuts of new new belts. Does it say, I heard, th- I, I'm pretty sure I read somewhere three belts is what they're thinking, right? Uh, well, they have the one for, apparently they have the one for NXT, right? Um, Which one is it? The NXT belt? Yeah. The championship oh. belt that looks like they, they've combined. Oh, bring uh, back the big X. Yeah. <laughs> that belt was awesome. I'm about that, yes. The the OG uh, Seth Rollins belt. Just bring that one back. When that all right, that's a good question. When when you think of that belt, who comes to mind? When I think of that X belt, yeah, the big X belt. Honestly, my first name is probably Adam Cole. Really? Yeah, I don't know why he didn't. Hang on, he didn't have that belt. I thought he did. No, he never had the big X belt. No, it was the other. It was the Bron, It was the the Braun Breaker uh, style X belt that oh, he had. Got it. Um, oh, okay. Well then. I guess the name I just said, <laughs> Seth Rollins. First name that comes to mind for me is Kevin Owens. Really? Yeah, because I I remember seeing him so much on the main roster, going you know that feud with John Cena and stuff mm. like that. That's right, the feud with John Cena. He gave people the, forget they the also awesome, forget gave, gave that awesome promo. I was like, I've been in the game longer than you. And I mean that is technically true, which That's is hilarious. very true. <laughs> it was very true. Um, yeah, I mean, that's always, that's always the, the NXT conundrum, isn't it? Like just like all these guys that are coming up now that Triple H is just f- well, passing on through to the main roster. They've been on the indie scene and wrestling for way longer than some of these other guys, uh, who are already made. Yeah. I mean, we got one on Monday. Oh yeah. We got a return on Monday. Got a return. Debut return. Debut, a on, debut return. Debut on the brand. I don't know. Anyway, we'll talk about it. Um, so revamp belts talked about that. Uh, I would like to save that topic for last outside the ring. Well, let's see if there's anything else here. We talked about that. We talked about that. Ixnay on the Ixnay. Uh, the fireball incidents. Uh, yeah, uh, on SmackDown uh, with Karrion Cross and Drew McIntyre and Scarlett. They had a fire gun that they were supposed to use. It was supposed to be a little more. Uh, verbose than it was it ended up being pretty much like a i don't know if you remember the ultimate warrior and hulk hogan in wcw yeah i do <laughs> that insanity um that kind of came across in this it was very like blah <laughs> and so they knew apparently this is all according to uh your friend dave melter that they had to my friend yes you're you're good interesting your good best friend um that they had to at some point if they if that came across like that because there's really no way to, to practice it other than actually do it um to readjust on the fly and that's exactly what they did so drew kind of reacted to the flash it was supposed to be more verbose than it was it wasn't drew reacted and then basically went back into attack mode on cross and then that's when they had to finish with scarlet low blowing him but you know who did such a good fireball alexa bliss she did kind of ties into actually you want to know something even crazier because mm. i know we're going to get to it in a couple minutes mm-hmm. uh i believe if memory serves me correct and you really had to be watching live for this mm. i believe the fireball came roughly around 9 23 p.m 
<laughs> okay. And then it went to commercial. Yeah. Which everyone was not too happy about. <laughs> which I, I wasn't too happy about either because, by the way, I was sitting in Yankee Stadium in 50-degree weather. It was freezing and, and uh, watching watching SmackDown. I'm like, this is it? That was it? Um, but apparently it did well because the ratings for SmackDown last Friday were insane, apparently. That's playoff weather, baby. <laughs> it really is. That's October playoff weather. But, uh, yeah, apparently the SmackDown did very well with the ratings because of that little stunt. Nice job, Trip. Um, let's get to the stunt. Let's let's talk about what we were all hoping we would see. Um, but I am, I think, long run storytelling. This is probably for the best, and I think it would have been way too soon to kind of release that info, release that name, or whatever name you're about to go <laughs> drop. And if it's not Bray Wyatt, we we riot. Um, I would like to that Bravo for you on that one. Thank you very much. Um. I would like to recant a statement I had last week. Oh, please. Uh, I believe I probably went a little too harshly on the fact that I need to see Bray Wyatt on like on 923 at 923. Yeah, you were very adamant about that. that I was staunch be- on it. I know I was. Or, or, or no WWE for you anymore. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Me. I would like to recant that. Yeah. Uh, they are took a week. Great. sending us down a rabbit hole. <laughs> uh-huh. Nice. Very and... Nice. <laughs> I am all for it. Uh, Triple H is playing into the marks. Yes. And he knows that if it gets a reaction the way he expects it to get a reaction, that means it worked. Mm -hmm. Because I don't remember ever seeing this type of tactic in history where they're making conspiracy. I I don't want to use the word staunch, but I will. I am a staunch conspiracy theorist. Mm, Yes, you are. It's been well documented on this yes. program before. To the most ridiculous, if some would say. But yes, go ahead. That's not true. I can <laughs> I can point you in the direction of a couple who are way more ridiculous than I am. There are people who I'm, believe the flat that that the Earth is flat, dude. Okay, you can't say that I'm ridiculous. You never because I you, think that another person that. shot JFK. You never denied right, that, dude. You never denied that. What that the Earth was flat. The Earth is not flat. Okay. I will okay. deny it on 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 paper. You on, never on statement. That's it, the first time you made that statement. Now we now we have a baseline. Now we know where we <laughs> now we know where we lie with you and your conspiracy theories, and we won't go over that line. That's great. Okay, now listen, we, listen. Now I will re- put it. it back. I will put it to you like this. I can reel it back now. Yeah, I believe in certain conspiracy theories. Sure. Okay, but I also follow science. <laughs> okay. Okay. So if the science can disprove my conspiracy theory, sure. Okay. Okay. With all that being said, sure. I never once, but look, I'll look right into the camera on this. <laughs> I did not sleep. No. <laughs> Wait, it's in Bill Clinton mode. Uh-huh. I did not sleep with that intern. <laughs> I was up all <laughs> night. That's how you bring it back in a wrestling. How you bring, yes, thank you very much. Uh, I never once in my life uh-huh. thought that the earth was flat. Okay. And when people came out and said that, I go, how stupid has society gotten? And that's I'll leave it at that. Okay. Anything you'd like to add on the conspiracy theory? Uh, hold on while I'm trying to oh, see if I can pull this off. No, it's not going to happen. No, no. no. That's interesting. I'm trying to get. No, that's an echo. There's the echo. There it is. Hey, right in the middle of the show. I figured I'd just switch cameras up here. That is. 
That is a wild angle for you to be it really is. at. It's just like, look at the guns. I mean, good God. <laughs> this is a, for, for those listening, the best way that I can describe this is Disturbing. this would be under the POV category. <laughs> um, You're welcome. Yeah, this is awful. I did not say thank you. Yours is awful angle. Anyway, I might just shut, <laughs> shut this camera off. I think I'm going to shut this camera off. Anyway. Before... <laughs> All right. Um, let's go down the rabbit hole, shall we? And if there's anything I'm missing here, as far as timeline, please just fill in, in, in all the gaps here. So I believe it started off with SmackDown a couple weeks ago. Um, playing the uh, Los Angeles. The White Rabbit uh, during the SmackDown commercial break, correct? Yeah, they were in California. Okay, so is that. Um, then they had the video for the Hangman. That yes, was, was on the hangman, the hangman. one that the first four, five letters spelled out demon. Demon, right, which... Uh, also, you know, no one's considering the fact that the first four letters spelled out demo. I don't know if that means a demolition's coming back. <laughs> Who the fuck knows, man? If we can get Axe and Smash, you imagine? That'd be awesome. Let's do it. Um, that's spelled out... Uh, the The question was... Uh, uh, Who, Who killed, killed the, the world? world? And it spelled out you did. Yes. Uh, and then feed your head, white rabbit. Then there was the QR code during SmackDown with uh, Hit Row. It's kind of very subtly in the third segment on the table of the little yes. table. Uh, uh, yeah. The apron. Thank you. Um, which led to the maze, the rabbit maze, uh -huh. which then led to the coordinates for Edmonton, which was the, the next. Uh, Monday Night Raw. Which was Raw. Then also, there, if you were at um, in Salt Lake City. With the mm -hmm. with the uh, Salt Lake Cityets, you got on your car a flyer with a rabbit on it and the coordinates to Edmonton. Yes, please. the The flyers came in Edmonton. No. They happen in Edmonton. No, the flyers happened in Salt Lake City for Edmonton. Okay, and that's where it gave the thing of Edmonton. Yes. Well, okay. Both. It was a video. the The QR code also gave the coordinates for mm -hmm. Edmonton, and then also the flyers that were on the cars in Salt Lake City. Gave the longitude and latitude for Edmonton. Okay. Okay. All right. Got it. Fast forward to Monday. Okay. Now we're on Monday. So Monday during uh, Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio, it flashed. I don't know if you caught it, but flashed a QR code. And that QR code I did. gave a 30 second video of a bunch of wrestlers saying, you know, cut up in saying uh, who killed the world and you did. And then it I'm sorry. Hang on. I just want to point something out. The the Please. the editing of that with who killed the world. <laughs> yeah, I loved it so good, much. Yeah. Very good. A little Kevin Nash in there. Um, some DX. Uh, let's see here. So it went from that to, and then it showed the zip code of of Corbin, Kentucky. Yes, and four zero seven zero one. Uh huh. Keep going. I think I have a little plot twist to this that I don't think you know. Uh, okay, well, go ahead. I mean, he the fiend, uh, according to records of anything that happened in that area, fiend beat uh, the Miz in January 2020. Okay, <laughs> apparently, and there's no and online. There's another one. There's another one. Deep dive. I, I could not find another connection. Go ahead. Corbin, Kentucky, in Corbin, Kentucky, which is that 40701 area code. Correct. There is a recording studio. The name of that recording studio is called White Rabbit Records. Okay. Okay. And I believe there was a social media 
I forgot which one it was, maybe a TikTok or something, but there was a video that went on social media from this one account that was made, or on Reddit possibly, okay. from this one account that was made like this same day. It had one post. It was this one post about the white rabbit. Okay. And at the end, I forgot what, I don't remember seeing the video, but I remember seeing pictures that at the end of that video was a different area code. And that area code was for a place in Maine called Wyndham, Maine. Okay. That's all I got. Okay. All right. Well, I didn't, I didn't know that. That's, that's pretty cool. But I will further this this entire conspiracy. So, uh, people way smarter than me went into a super deep dive with the QR code, the last QR code. And apparently, I don't know if you heard If this you thing. reshape the squiggles in the <laughs> QR code, you can see the fiend's face. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely genius. Um, so, there were fans that were able to uh, uh, analyze the source code of the QR code. Whoa, okay, time out. I'm sorry, the source I code knew wrestling of the fans were nerds, but they, they, God, dude, but damn. They, they went in and what they found was absolutely insane. So they 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 found the source code for the website with the video. And on the video, it, in the in the in the source code for the website, there are lyrics to former WWE star, and I won't say who, who it is yet, but I will I will read the lyrics off first. So basically the QR the the source code has you know uh you know c colon backslash blah 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 and then if if you scroll down a little further the first line says console.log in parentheses quote no man is ever truly good next line console.log parentheses quote no man is ever truly evil unquote and then the source code continues on those are the first two lines of the lyrics to former wwe superstar Alistair Black's theme music. Okay. You want me to debunk that really quick? Please. I, I, Alistair, I you talk about uh, you know the the non compete these got going on. I'm just letting you know what was found. Malachi Black took to Instagram Live and said that he is not tech. He is not re- completely released. Released from AEW. From AEW. Right. He is just taking a leave from, you know, everything wrestling for mm-hmm. the time being. He didn't sign a five-year contract, and his contract isn't up, mm-hmm. but he's also not, re- like, he's not a free agent. Understood. Uh, so unless there's some sort of understanding that I... we don't know about between Tony Khan and and Mr. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Listen, if they can... Tony Khan and Nick Khan, actually. If they, maybe they have some relation there. If they can uh, swap theme music i guess they can swap wrestlers i don't know listen i i didn't think it was a, a thing you could have debunked it i'd be like absolutely i completely agree with you i'm just letting you know that what was found i found very coincidental and interesting that they found those those lyrics within the source code i couldn't even remember i couldn't even tell you what the theme music dallas of black sounded like nowadays yeah i could download it but in the meantime there was there was that so that's everything rabbit hole related and we've we've caught you up <laughs> so that's that's where we're at right now uh i still think it's bray wyatt but that there was that's one other at. thing that pointed to philadelphia okay oh i don't I, this wasn't it but this is a completely opposite thing uh the poster for extreme rules have you seen it i have not so look up if you can really quick i'll try to explain it while you're looking it up 
Matt Riddle. I love saying it nowadays. Yes, okay. Matt Riddle's um, post, like the screenshot for his match at at Extreme Rules, above his, if you're looking at the photo left, the left side of it, above his right shoulder, mm-hmm. his right, so the our left, completely the left side, there is a lantern that looks eerily similar to the one brandished by one none other than none other than one Bray Wyatt mm-hmm. of the Wyatt family. Mm-hmm. I also would not be mad if this this theory about carrying cross and Dexter Loomis and Braun Strowman is true. Okay. That'd be pretty fucking awesome. So I am going to share oh no never mind. I'm not gonna share. All right. Anyway. So I'm looking at the I'm looking at uh, Riddle and Seth Rollins in a fight pit. Is that is that the one you're talking about? With their, their promo with Extreme Rules on the bottom, Saturday, October eighth. Yes. Okay. Let me. It yeah, I believe so. It doesn't look like. And then if like in the X of Extreme Rules, above his yeah. right shoulder, which right is now, the complete looks, left side of yes, it. Yes, that's the top of Independence Hall. Anything else? Uh, I don't know. Uh, go on. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, I need to see it if I'm being honest. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to just look. I'm going to find this picture real quick, and I'm going to debunk you. Okay. In the I'm going to debunk you. Please. Okay? <laughs> I'm going to debunk you. In the meantime, that is all things uh, White Rabbit related. I have nothing else outside the ring. Uh, do you have anything before we move on? I do not have anything outside the ring. Okay. I am going to text you right now sure a picture that i found okay and i want you to look at it and tell me if i am wrong okay. i'll go through it with you all right open your phone it should be delivered yep mm-hmm. it's in there mm-hmm. i see it uh, yeah i'm looking at the same picture okay yep the that lantern above his right eye that's not a lantern. That's not a lantern. That is the top of Independence Hall. I don't believe you. Okay. There, I, just, I, it, I don't believe you. We're in, we're in Philly, and that's the top of Independence Hall. I understand that. I know what the top of Independence Hall looks like. Then, I don't then, believe then, that's the yeah, top of Independence well, Hall. Apparently you don't, because that's the top of Independence Hall. Mm. <laughs> now I'm getting angry. Now I'm getting angry, dude. <laughs> go, go, find, go find a picture of Independence Hall and tell me the top of that doesn't look. What do you think I'm looking at right now? Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's hard being right. It really is. It sometimes it just pains me. So, are you talking about the little tip top at the top? I'm t- little tip. <laughs> I'm talking about the top of Independence Hall. The top of Independence Hall is a fucking bell. That's where the Liberty Bell was. Right. That's not. No, that's not the. That no, absolutely not. Oh Lord, that's a goddamn lantern, bro. I don't know what you're looking at. Hall. That is not in what? What? There's no way in hell that oh my that's God, Independence Hall. Dude, 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 dude. It is. <laughs> it is. I don't uh, think we're looking at the same thing. I'm looking at the same thing. I'm looking at the top of the picture right next to Riddle's head. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> uh, um,. Why is it in that one? Wait, hold on. You see what I'm saying now, though, right? I do, but it's in every single photo. 
So you're saying in every it, single photo, there's a there's a, there's a lantern in every single promo shot. Yes, like, to I'm show you at, that Bray Wyatt's at, showing up at some point. I'm looking at Karrion Cross versus uh, Drew McIntyre. It's in that photo. Okay. Um, Karrion Cross has also been linked to the White Rabbit. Oh, I also forgot to tell you this. Uh, do you know of a, a little-known promotion that no longer exists anymore called Lucha Underground? Okay. Do you know? Shout out to Steven for telling me this. Mm. Do you know that Karrion Cross used to compete in Lucha Underground? No, I do not. Okay. So in Lucha Underground, if you if you don't know, they do animal type gimmicks. Like Ricochet was in Lucha Underground as King Puma. Okay. Okay. Johnny uh Johnny Oh fuck, what's his name now? Johnny Impact. Gargano. Johnny Mundo, whatever the fuck you want to call him nowadays. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he was in Lucha Underground as some type of animal shit. Yeah. Johnny Lucha or some bullshit. Yeah. Karrion Cross was in Lucha Underground. He was known as the White Rabbit. You must be in your glory. I got to tell you, like you. Must I be, am so happy. <laughs> you must be in your glory with this ridiculously stupid conspiracy of like what the hell is going on with this White Rabbit thing. Good. So you. that has links. <laughs> that has links to Bray Wyatt, uh-huh. the Seth Rollins Matt Riddle thing. Oh, I don't know if you know this. Seth Rollins was in a very publicized uh, feud with bray wyatt yeah when 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 did that happen ah, a couple years ago <laughs> are we talking about it now no is that still in the vault uh, i mean t- <laughs> wait if you want me to be if you want me to go by my rules he's still technically he's not still in t- the wwe yet <laughs> that we know of right right so yeah. we could talk about it if you want <laughs> but once he's back i'm not uh, saying a fucking word <laughs> That never happened <laughs> until he comes back. It never happened. Um, all right, let's let's talk about let's get rid of four hundred seven hundred one. Uh, what a what a rabbit hole. So I would. I like, still have no idea what you were trying to point out as Independence Hall. I can't believe you thought that that was Independence Hall. I'm telling you, I think it's Independence Hall. I don't think anything's changed. I think you're fucking wrong. Okay, whatever. Moving on. Now I have two cameras that don't work. What the hell happened to my phone? Anyway, <laughs> moving on. So uh, I just want to shout out to SmackDown because SmackDown was incredible, I thought. I thought it was really good. From the get-go, I I teared up from the first uh, promo uh, when I thought that my new favorite, Sami Zayn, was getting kicked out of the bloodline. And uh, nope, the swerve happened. He's got a new shirt. I was so happy, and I really want an honorary loose shirt. I'm not going to lie about it. I really want that. It would be fucking awesome. <laughs> that, that thing's going to sell. <laughs> that thing's absolutely going to sell. Um, so now Sami Zayn is officially in the group, but I thought that was a, a nice little swerve. And also Solo Sequoia has, has uh, pledged his allegiance to the, to the head of the table. Um, um, how I, I want to give a shout out to the the unsung hero of this entire storyline main event jay uso because he hasn't said much but his facial expressions if you look at his facial expressions alone that's all you gotta go by is fucking awesome yeah he hates him <laughs> and you could tell like he generally i mean real life he they, they love him but the, the real life, he loves him the most. If you look closely, <laughs> he he's constantly trying to not to laugh. Not laugh. I mean, Sammy Zayn's a funny motherfucker, and uh, yeah, he's definitely, he really is. He's definitely trying to hold it back. But like when you watch the the ride alongs, like they they're like really good friends. 
And so watching this whole thing go down and yeah, Jay is just like, yeah, give him the, the Oscar for this whole, <laughs> this whole situation. He is absolutely p- played it to the tilt. Um, and now, so we have a, we have an honorary Oos in, in Sami Zayn, um, which is- I love that he took his brutality up to an, an up another notch too. Yeah, Monday was that was a really good match with AJ. Because now he's got the backing of the bloodline. Sami Zayn is almost untouchable now. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's awesome about and it. And you knew it happened because he actually won. It's amazing. Um, we'll get to that on Monday night. Uh, the next match with Liv Morgan and Lacey Evans. Uh, I I saw this online where it was kind of like we were doing the same thing again with Liv Morgan. So the match itself was kind of okay, whatever. But then what? It's what the aftermath. That has made Liv Morgan and me a new fan of Liv Morgan because she needed a moment like this. She needed a, I mean, it wasn't to the same extent, but she needed her own Becky Lynch moment to kind of break out of whatever mid-card mindset people had of her. And, and I agree. Ronda Rousey should break her nose at Extreme Rules. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> she should stand at the end of the, uh, at the top of the the stands and just put her arms up. Yeah, um, exactly. Her, I mean, she wears enough blue anyway. There you go. <laughs> We're doing that. Uh, was a senton bomb onto the table with Lacey Evans. That I, I think that was very cool. I thought it was a very cool moment that she was able to stand on top and look around, and the crowd was just going nuts for her. Um, yeah, and then her. It was her, a good side of Liv that, that no one's seen. No one has seen that she needed to do to have this match with uh, Ronda Rousey actually seem some sort of credible. Credible, yeah, <laughs> it's credible. So she definitely needed it. So good for her. I thought that was very cool. Um, <laughs> new day. Liv Max- Morgan. I don't know. Liv Morgan. A photo of Liv. Mor- two photos of Liv Morgan circulated the internet recently. Nope. Oh, okay. One a little more risque. Oh. Actually, it was a video that was a little more risque, but not in the way that you think. Okay. Liv Morgan and Sonya Deville were at a strip club, and I believe Sonya was recording, the, like they were reacting or something, mm-hmm. or they were they were taking a photo video inside the strip club, all that type of bullshit. Right. And uh, there was a woman straight up naked pole dancing right behind oh them in the video. Sonia Deville. It was on Twitter. I don't know if it's still there. Strip club. All right, I'll find it later. Liv, Liv Morgan strip club video would have been the better way to to, to bring it up. <laughs> Thank Although you. you might get a deep fake of something that's completely. <laughs> Thank you for being very exact with that. Now that you've ever searched for that before. Yeah, um, I don't think so. I just. You know what? what? Shout out to Bo Dallas. Really. For real, dude. Shout out to Bo. Good for him. I believe now. I believe. <laughs> I believe in you banging the shit out of Liv Morgan. Good for you. Um, uh, maximum male models. <laughs> I what a segue. Um, wait, no, I'm sorry. The other the other photo was, and I hope she's taken a couple pointers. She was at a party with uh, the mage and agent Brian Dipperstein, and at that party was none other than AEW's MJF. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And someone else who is not signed anywhere. I forgot who else was in that photo. Hmm. Okay. But the point being is that, you know, MJF hanging out with WWE superstars. I don't know. I don't know. 2024 is not that far away, dude. Uh, here's here's my, my issue. And I'm keep on these side tangents, but I'll get, I'll get back to SmackDown track here. If MJF keeps, keeps teasing this. I think I still feel even with Triple H involved, unless he completely does like a, a another attitude era kind of thing, MJF would be completely warded down and not as feasible a talent as he is in AEW. Does that make sense? I don't think so. Okay, and you, I'll tell you, think, you why. You think MJF could be the same character that he is right now in, in WWE? MJF, are, yes. Uh, okay, I completely disagree. But go ahead, give me the reason. 
I mean, he probably won't be able to mention how how much William Regal was popping pills and stuff like that. <laughs> well, then there you go. That you just already you already took away his the the whole point of him is his, I my point. I guess ammunition I guess, on the mic. Listen, and if you can't before have you that, say anything, yes, please. I understand that the term Blackpool Cuckold Club is a fucking hilarious thing, which would never go and over I, on WWE. It would never on. happen in WWE <laughs> ever. No. However, the saving grace for MJF, if he were to go to WWE, uh is one person that is already there that MJF, some might say, would see this person as a mentor. Okay. And that is one Cody Rhodes. So if Cody does some pulling, he could get the free. Freedom is a tough term Mm. to use in WWE, Mm -hmm. which kind of sucks. But he could have the the creative liberties to do some of the stuff that he's doing in, in AEW. Yeah. All right. And he'll get put on a mass scale, too. I, it's not that I don't want that. I just feel like right now they're just getting into TV 14 and AEW's been there. He's they're like been there, done that for the last however long. So. I still, well, no better way to introduce the audience to TV 14 than MJF dropping a cuckold on my If you can get a cuckold over on, on USA, then then have at it. I'm sure on Fox, you'd have no problem. Anyway. See, that's where I beg to differ. I would say opposite. Really? I would say on Fox. Fox is a freaking nationally televised channel. You have to pay some places. I know, but Fox is, also, Fox is also trying to get like the edgier... Uh, I mean, they both are like that. There's a reason why they were able to switch over to a, kind of TV 14 because they knew what they were going into here. Um, That's a good point. That's I don't know. a good point. I, I don't know. Whatever. All right. Uh, Smackdown. Smackdown. Uh, maximum male models. Uh, I completely adore them. And it, it's it's fun groups like this that I really I mean, the, which makes WWE. I, I don't really have them in AEW, which I kind of it's, it's I mean, this is a weird it's a weird. The Gun thing Club say. used to be that. The Gun Club used to be that, but they would. Oh, they were also, yeah, they 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 were that. But this, I don't know. These two, Masse and Mansoor, I I, I find them very. Mansoor. Mansoor. Come on, dude. I'm sorry. It's right, Mansoor. Um, I find them very funny, and uh, I I do see a, a little L A Knight, L A Knight, maybe uh, showing up here in the next couple of weeks. I would love L A Knight. I wouldn't mind if he changed his name to Eli Knight. I don't know why that came to mind just now. Oh, okay. He had the whole Eli Drake thing in Impact. Like, that was his name before. Right. I don't know. Hmm. L.A. L.A. Yeah. Stone Cold Night. Um, Stone Cold Night. What? What? Braun Strowman. And, and oh, I, it was a good, a good point made on online. Um, they they always do the where they have the big man matches and they always show like the the ring uh, attendees like tightening up the ring and reinforcing it like it's always hilarious <laughs> they were always They're doing nothing meanwhile excuse me meanwhile there was an entire bloodline in the ring <laughs> no more than like twenty minutes prior and then yeah. <laughs> they didn't they didn't brace it for six people in the ring but yet for these two guys okay got it um this is a- you don't even have to say it was the bloodline if you just said there were also. Four Samoans and a fat Jew <laughs> in the middle of the ring, four, and Sami Zayn. Four Samoans, a fat Jew, and, and Sami Zayn. Yes, <laughs> so six six human beings. Uh, are you, but say- Braun Strowman or notice it'll make the fucking thing collapse, collapse as soon as they get in the ring. Done. Together. It'll be done. This match was insane. It, 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 insanely good match. And and shout out to Otis. Uh, I uh, I'm telling you, like everybody was bitching and moaning. Uh, 
giving him no props. This this match kind of gave him some cred um, as far as big man because I think they want to Triple H wants to push him as like, more than a, of a big man than he is, and so this match definitely did it. So shout out to the two of them for putting on a banger of a match. Thank God they did because WWE has a big man problem. They I think they've always had a big man problem after Andre after Big Show. It was yeah. a little rough in between Andre and Show, yeah. like when Big Show really became the big man that he like right in the later years of the Big Show and all that stuff. Right, but they have not been able to do. They've been trying to duplicate Andre for years, and they have not been able to for every decade. Some would say for every uh, Undertaker, for every Andre, there's notice. <laughs> well, I was gonna say Otis is Otis is getting is getting picked up. I was gonna say for every either Andre, every um, Undertaker, there's Omos. <laughs> and it's just kind of like blah. What are we? Are, no, I, I got one better. For every Undertaker, there's a Commander Aziz. Perfect. And now he's in the underground. Or Big Cass you can do that one too. <laughs> Big <laughs> W Morrissey. Uh, Queen's own. There you go. I, I forgot about that. He came out on on AEW with an Archbishop Malloy jersey. <laughs> like what you know? About I was like, Archbishop oh Malloy. fuck, man, hell yeah. He's from the he's from the area. Uh, Karrion Cross, Drew McIntyre talked about that whole botch time. Um, Dakota Kai losing to Raquel Rodriguez. Uh, they're gonna give a, give a belt to her soon. Um, and then the Usos against the Brawling Brutes. What an insanely good match. And the my uptake on this match, um, and, and them pushing the the narrative of they're they're gonna break this this record. It's it's clear they're gonna break this this tag team record. Um, but them doing it along the way and the way they're doing it is great. And I took that away. And I also took away the fact that Pete Dunn is back like Pete Dunn, not Butch. Pete Dunn is back under the name of Butch and watching him wrestle in this match. just brought a lot of NXT UK <laughs> vibes back and I I'm all for it. He's slowly like a suit. You saw it immediately as soon as triple H took over. Like once Vince retired and everybody knew the triple H was, was the head of creative and all that. You can see that that Pete Dunn was starting to get his his groove back as Pete Dunn, right? Like his move set, breaking fingers, you know, going attacking limbs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. He was getting all that back, yep. and I absolutely love that. And and I love that he's he's doing all this. I wouldn't mind it if he turns like the way he gets out of the brawling brutes because he's not going to be in there forever. I fucking hope he doesn't. Although right the way now he gets they're, out they're of way it, over, they're way over now, so I don't see him leaving anytime soon. He's not leaving anytime soon. However. A couple of his lads, you know, mm-hmm. might come up in it, and <laughs> and they might be like, "Hey, what are you doing with these freaking this Irish bloke?" Right, you're with us. Uh, and then Mustache Mountain is oh, one. Oh, there we go. Oh, Tyler. Bates. I don't know if you know this. You know, this is a two sweet. Everybody knows that one. Sure, sure. They used to do the one sweet. <laughs> is that is that a thing? It was. It was. Yeah. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Him, Trent Seven, and uh and Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate. Um, Monday Night Raw, uh, which is also really good. Uh still have the ladies. By the way, shout out to uh uh to Bailey. Good God. Just absolutely outstanding. Uh from from top to bottom, literally. Uh so good good for her. A lot of bouncing going on on Monday Night Raw. Uh Bianca Belair defeating uh EO Sky. Uh, Seth Rollins cutting a promo than uh, having a match with Rey Mysterio. Um, listen, Judgment Day, I, I said it in the past, and I, they're starting to. I'm starting to see where there there is interest in them. I'm still not on board with them, but because it just seems like 
a collection of really insanely good wrestlers in a kind of like a mediocre heel faction. I, I don't know. I, I know they're trying to do the best that they can with it, and they're like the storylines that they've come across the board with all four members um, is good. I, I don't know. It's a weird explanation. I like, in, in my mind, it's just like I, I want it to be more <laughs> than what it is. And, I think the the issue with that is that there's not a definitive leader. It's like everybody tries to be the leader whenever they have a match that day. Right, right. There is no difference. And then you have you have Rhea as the constant in everybody's ear going. I mean, Rhea is the de facto leader. Right. Right. In all <laughs> in all cases, she is the leader of the judgment day. Mm -hmm. But should've... there's just something about it where where you need that that overbearing presence. Mm -hmm. You need you know what the judge rest in peace, obviously. But you know what the judgment day would benefit from so well? Brody An King. introduction the way Brody Mr. King. Brody Lee was Brody introduced. Lee. Yes, Brody Lee, sorry. To uh to the Dark Order. Yeah. If you introduce someone like that, like this all powerful being that they have to abide by, they did. I wouldn't mind that. They did. It was it just was, so happens that name? there is, you know, an all powerful being in the not currently in the WWE, but something that has been speculated that he is returning. <laughs> but they did have that. His name was Edge. He was that he was that being that was like the the head of the group, and then they got rid of him, and so now we you're yeah. you're in the spot right you're you're in the spot where it's kind of like everybody's in it for themselves, um, but together in it for themselves. I think if Rhea is going to be, I think Rhea that would be awesome if you have a faction around around a, a woman that would be great, and I think Rhea would definitely be the only person that could pull that off. And if that's the case, they need to stop having her uh behind the scenes and have her get get a belt or or have her go for a run, um. She was supposed to. Remember, she was supposed she to got, face yeah, and then Bianca. And then her brain hurt. I, I don't and then know. her brain hurt, and she had a freaking heart monitor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did notice that. <laughs> I did notice that. Um, the Rey Mysterio and Dominic uh, saga continues. Uh, Seth Rollins gets that win. Uh, Do you think yeah. that it's leading into Survivor Series? By the way, I don't think we mentioned last week. Hmm. Survivor Series is going to have a new gimmick this year. War Games. It is no longer brand warfare. You have, as one William Regal would say. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I just, I just, okay. Go no, ahead. I got it. I got it. You okay. shit the bed with that one. I got you. Wow. Okay. War Games. There you go. So much better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to your ass. Survivor <laughs> Series War Games in Boston. It's happening in Boston. Yeah. It's so uh, oh, speaking of maybe first uh, uh, WWE events, that might be one to think about. Um, Ooh, when is it? It's in November 26th. No, I can't. That's too close to freaking full gear. I just took off. I, I'm done. <laughs> I, have, I already have to take off for full gear. There you go. <laughs> you can't do two weeks in a row or two, or two Saturdays in a, in a month. It's going to be difficult. Ah, uh, damn it. Anyway. Um, Shout out to also, and I, I don't think we've I've mentioned this at all, but I do love the fact that since Triple H has taken over, uh, I think that they might have been doing this during Vince also, but it's more prominent now. The sometimes seamless way that they go from one segment to another, and so the yes. idea of of uh, they had, uh, which I, I I thought was hysterical. The misforce was was out to uh, to stop Dexter Loomis, and so he had a bunch of uh, scrub security guards called the misforce, and they were out to find him. And then the first segment before commercial was Kevin Owens and Jar Johnny Gargano backstage walking, and they see one member of the Miz Force on the floor. Um, and that just leads, again, 
storytelling at its best. You have little segments here which have nothing to do with what you're about to show, but they were involved in that that part. Segwaying into the next match, uh, shout out to the <laughs> to Kevin Owens also for beating up and listening to the fans. He, the fan had the sign, beat up the sign, and sure enough, he did. Um, and uh, shout out to he's you. crazy over right he's now just, too. He really is. It's wild, <laughs> especially well, especially in Canada. Um, a a. Shout out to uh, Alpha Academy, who were just like the best people to have them lose. <laughs> like, they really are just the best people to get people over, uh, especially Chad Gable. Uh, Chad Gable is is like an unsung hero, and he really Chad Gable is slowly start starting to turn into that that Kurt Angle comedy gimmick. Yes, which is Jimmy Crackhorn, freaking uh, Kurt Angle, get the little the little cowboy hat and the ukulele. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he's and that whole segment too at the end after they lost his match, they had the, the backstage segment with Austin Theory and the phone and the speaker and Braun Strowman on speaker and saying that he's basically just going to kill Chad Gable and uh, Gable with the response of "Shush, just please." Shush. I just thought it was very funny. Um, Omas again, whatever. Uh. We had debut, a return, debut, with Nikki Ash taking on a raw debut of uh, Miss Wrestling, Candice LeRae. And the crowd went mild. Mild. <laughs> the crowd went mild. Um, That's I, the best way that I can put it. it really, I mean, I loved it. I go, holy shit, like they're yeah. both back. I mean, yeah. obviously we knew it was happening, mm-hmm. but the, this is a debut that would have benefited from a couple of vignettes and then a surprise somewhere um you know what i mean like at extreme rules or something surprise she she comes in and helps <laughs> yeah well yeah, bianca or some bullshit but you would i mean that's this is all well and good in hindsight but you didn't have vignettes for johnny gargano and he came out to huge pop so it was Kansas. johnny gargano's a little in wwe i believe johnny gargano's a little more well known than than Candice LeRae is. Oh, oh. Candice LeRae never even remotely touched the surface of the main roster. But yeah, but Gargano and Ciampa were here for all of a hot second before the before Ciampa got hurt and they went back down. Okay, but but even if you're not even if you're not a fan of NXT at all, if there was a storyline that would have got you into NXT or at least shown it, is the Ciampa Gargano storyline. Right. Okay. I think more people have viewed Johnny Gargano than have viewed Candice LeRae. I don't know why I did that with all my hands. <laughs> your hands, you're very, very uh, active with your hands. Uh, anyway, so Candice Ray wins, and it looks like I spit in a tube. It told me I was four percent Italian. I think all of it's in my hands. <laughs> spit in a tube. <laughs> There's your visual for the day. Uh, Nikki Ash taking off the mask and looking like uh, that's going to be an LA Knight situation, <laughs> and uh, and that uh, just kind of move on from that. Thankfully. What do you mean, Nikki Cross is gonna or Nikki Ash is gonna be Nikki Lash and she's gonna <laughs> join Maximum Male Models? Perfect, perfect. Another jobber. Uh, Sami Zayn, as we talked about before, Sami Zayn taking on AJ Styles and getting the win under Bloodline uh, protection, thanks to uh, Solo Sequoia. And then the segue, Sequoia. Sequoia. I'm sorry, I meant Sequoia. Uh, Sequoia is the redwoods red that are in freaking Northern Cali. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, and then the segue into uh, from the previous segments uh, with AJ Styles and Finn Balor, leading right into uh, Judgment Day coming out, trying to get the two sweet going on, and then AJ giving the middle finger to Finn Balor, then getting beat down, uh, and then leading into your uh, your main event, which was uh, Matt Riddle against Damian Priest. Holy shit, we got a win! It's a Christmas miracle, Matt Riddle. 
won finally the match. finally won the match gets the beat down and then apparently i didn't know he was gone but we get the return of edge yes which was made very adamant by everybody on the commentary he, he was two weeks dude <laughs> he was gone for like two weeks what what are we doing every time it's gonna be returned so, judgment day and then after raw went off air uh rollins and riddle uh battled it out yes go on with all that being said mm-hmm. we have a pay-per-view coming up mm-hmm. in a month or so month truth. and a half truth it's called survivor series war games we just talked about it war games war games do you think we get judgment day versus mr edge and edge and company <laughs> who, who is a oh, riddle you have you have uh Riddle, Damian Edge. Priest, Finn Balor, mm-hmm. uh uh Dominic Mysterio, and Seth Rollins mm-hmm. versus Edge, AJ Styles, Rey Mysterio, and Matt Riddle. What are your thoughts? I'm down. Okay. I just don't want that to be the only men's survive like war games match i would like the bloodline in a in a war games match however also the bloodline oh. in a survivor series match would be pretty I can, awesome i would love to see edge in a war games match i think i think in he... a war, yes edge in a war games match but i'm saying if we have an, also a traditional survivor series match at survivor series war games right i think also, i wouldn't mind that either i think the two main you should get two main groups from on smackdown and then have them do a, a, a traditional Survivor Series, but then War Games. Combine the two. How? You, oh, you just have so you have the War Games entrances, you have the but War, it's yes. elimination style elimination last style, to win. Last to win, yes. Holy shit, yeah. I am so down yes. for that. Combine the two into one mega, yeah, put them all in the cage in the, at the entrance, have them one-on-one, on one, and then just over time, two minutes, whatever time it is, have them come out, and then and then war games begins, and then that's your that's Survivor a, Series right there. That's the type of war games that Matthew Broderick would be had, proud of. <laughs> wow, what an '80s reference! <laughs> Thank you. See, what an '80s reference. And you claim I don't know shit because I was born in '93, bro. I mean, there's still a lot of shit you don't know, but I uh, mean, yeah, but I know war games. You know, <laughs> war games. I know that he had to take the phone, put it in the freaking modem. Yep, and that's, that's how he would yep, get internet. Get the noise. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I remember what what happens if you call a fax machine. Okay, awful, awful. That's noise. a noise nobody ever wants to hear. No, awful noise. Um, <laughs> the, the, Bro, we should open the show with that one day. It's just just the, the fax, noise. and then nobody nobody will listen ever again. <laughs> uh, we should close it then. We we'll close this show with <laughs> the fax noise. with the fax noise <laughs> next week. Uh, really quick, the the, the Extreme Rules uh, <laughs> lineup: uh, Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey in Extreme Rules match. Uh, Matt Riddle, Seth Freakin' Rollins in a fight pit, whatever the hell that means. Um, You've never seen a, a Matt Riddle fight pit? Oh, the the bamboo, like... Yeah. Stock, oh, he did that with the uh, Champa. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. I know it was what it was. He did that with Timothy Thatcher. Oh, Thatcher, that's right. What happened? To, oh, that's right. They got, they got rid of him. Um, yeah, Drew didn't have good enough teeth. Yeah, no. <laughs> no dental plan. Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross in a strap match. I do like that every match is like a, its own different thing. It's um, a traditional Extreme Rules match, uh, pay-per-view. I like it. Uh, premium live event. Premium live event, yeah. Uh, the, the PLE. Do this um, let's see. Another the same ring. Uh, let's see here. All right. Really, really quickly. Um, uh, for tonight's Dynamite, 
Uh, MJF is going to appear live. We have a Jericho Appreciation Championship celebration. See what happens with Danny Garcia there. Uh, we will hear for the first time from Soraya. Um, we have Soraya. I thought it was Soraya. It's Soraya. Everybody's saying Soraya. Soraya. Sorry. Uh, nope. She even she even came out and said, like uh, phonetically, she spelled that out. It's Soraya. So we hear from Soraya. Um, we have uh, inter <laughs> Soraya. Okay, fine. Interim champion uh, Tony Storm against Serena Deeb, which would be a good one. Uh, an eliminator, yes. ma eliminator match with John Moxley versus Juice Robinson. Okay. And then an ROH a World Championship match with Chris Jericho taking on Bendito. Uh, ooh. <laughs> former Ring of Honor World Champion Bendito. That's, that's right. Believe. That's right. He is former yeah. ROH champ. Juice um, Robinson, current husband of to one Tony Storm. God bless him. God bless him. You know what? Again, congratulations. Bravo. Um, I would like to, let's see here really quick. I know we said last week we didn't know who this was. Okay, anyway, stop this. Yes, okay. So that is uh, Trina. Who, Did you just play the clean version? That's the only version I got. God, what are we doing, bro? I know, I'm sorry. What are we doing? I just wanted the point to be across. I've said fuck 3,000 3, times then and we make, get the clean version of a Trina song? Make up for it then. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. So, uh, Trina, yes. We didn't know who that was. Uh, if we had watched the episode, we would have kind of seen it. But we were in the arena. I had no idea who that was um, coming out and knocking. Because you uh, can't really notice her. Diamante. Knocking. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I very vaguely knew the name trina i had zero idea what she even looked like. i really trina is is probably like z-list of early 2000 r&b r&b yeah uh, that's what i've gathered mid, mid to like first 10 years of, of uh the 2000s if if she's z-list uh late 90s early 2000s r&b who's a-list late 90s early 2000s r&b right. talking about like genuine and stuff like that <laughs> i don't know if that's <laughs> that's a one-hit wonder i wouldn't call that a-list um, I, I don't, I don't know. I have to think about that. But I will say that for Dynamite, when they had Fabulous come out, uh, I would have popped more if I knew who that was. Couldn't hear a damn thing when they when it came to the announcing uh, in the arena there. I, I did not know it was Fabulous. F A B. You know who I popped for? Hmm. Who kid? I'm sorry, DJ. Who DJ kid? Who kid? <laughs> DJ who kid? Yeah, I, you I do know who that is, right? I, I, I do. would hope. Yes. Okay. I would have, but again, I would have. I would, I didn't I know who had he, I knew was, he was. Had I known who he was too, I would have probably been like, "Oh yeah, okay." But fabulous, I would have. I would definitely popped. But I didn't nothing. know him for what he got famous for, if that makes sense. Okay. I knew DJ Who Kid. This is such a crazy reference. The first time I ever got introduced to DJ Who Kid was on the Opie and Anthony show. Oh, because he was in Sirius XM, and they were him and sam roberts would go back and forth and stuff like that mm. and this was back when sam didn't even have his own show sam was interning for, for opie and anthony. anthony that i knew yes this is like 2006 2007 type mm. and yeah that's how i got introduced to dj who kid and then i go oh this is the fucking member of g unit that i had no idea who he was and which is which is probably still a thing who knew <laughs> g, g unit's still a thing and not only is he part of still part of g unit you know how old he is Oh yeah, he's like Pharrell. You have he looks twenty, but he's fucking forty seven. He's, he's forty nine. That's what I'm saying. He's forty nine. Have you ever yeah. looked at Pharrell? You ever look at yeah. how old he is? He looks like he's thirty. Pharrell's been forty, like actually <laughs> been forty 
for the past seven years. Let's see. <laughs> Easily. Pharrell, that made no sense. Pharrell Williams is 49 also. Yeah, he looks like yeah, he's yeah. He's all those guys are God, ridiculous. God bless. Old. So yeah, so Trina was the the mystery woman. I just wanted to figure that out. And my other point for Rampage, uh, which we had gone over the matches last week. Again, the the bat, battle royale was a shit show, and even even played more so. It was more so in the in actually live in the arena a shit show, but they edited it on TV because you know you can go to commercial and have the picture in picture. It didn't look as shit showy ish on TV as it did in mm-hmm. in the arena. It was awful. Anyway, uh, Hangman won that one. But Hangman. the the main event with uh with Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs, I wish I had stayed for that. I'm sorry I missed that. I I really I know it was, it was late. It was like 12:30 at that point. I'm sorry I missed that match because watching I was TV, okay with not staying for it. I watching that on TV, I was like, wow, this is a good match. And so I also watched it on TV. I'm like, it was good. I just I would have want I, the only reason I would have wanted to stay for it for the fact that it was a quote unquote lights out match. That's a lights out match. And and in my mind, I'm like, again, it's easier to say that now after I've it's, it's a week has gone by. In the moment, I was nodding off. <laughs> so I'm like, this is a lot of wrestling. I'm I'm almost done here. Um, but also on the flip side, I was like, we made it this far. <laughs> we just get through this insanity of this stupid uh, battle royale and get to the main event. I would have been okay with with watch, watching a lights out match. But anyway. I digress. I don't um, enjoy the Grand Slam rampage. <laughs> okay, it's just too much. Well, the whole. What do you think is going to happen in full gear, dude? <laughs> We're going to be sitting. There no, for no, no, no. Six that, hours. On, that's to me. That's different. How do you figure? And because you have a main event, right? We're getting two different main. Like the show for full gear is planned out to be a four-hour show, which is not four hours ever. Which is not four hours ever. It's going to be a five-hour show. It's going to be a six-hour show. The main of like the main event for Wednesday night mm. happened at ten p.m. That's why it's so weird. They take you on this crazy high for this main event, mm. then they bring you back down for Rampage. Then you're supposed to be freaking excited for the Rampage main event. It's fucking one a.m. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's a little rough. Yeah, I would have seen if I was at if I was at WrestleMania thirty-five. I would have had this same type of thing. I'd have been like, this is too fucking much. Yeah, I get it. I but get it. You're right. I'm amped. Yeah. I'm I'm pumped for fucking full gear. I'm listen, I'm I'm down for uh, our first AEW pay per view. But again, I would love to be able to get to a WWE event. I don't yeah, live event. I don't I don't care. I just want to get to something WWE related soon. Um speaking of full gear, I, f- I forgot to mention this on air. Mm-hmm. Uh there's a solid chance that me and Steven you're welcome to come if you want. Mm. There is a chance that we head to uh, to Philly to get cheesesteaks before the show. Didn't I say I was down? I, I in the text I said I was down. Did you say that? I did. Nobody pays attention to me. Nobody. I, to no, me. I was just I was trying to comment to Timmy who said it was too far. Too far. No, I listen. I, we go early and then come back like around five ish. Yeah, yeah. I said I'm down. Perfect. I'm I'm down. Just, I'm down. Let's do it. I'm down. I haven't been to Philly this year. Neither have I. I need a cheesesteak. Let's do it. Oh, man. Well, for a week that really wasn't, there was a lot to talk about. We, we pull, always say that. We always pull it out. We always rest. talk to each other when we first start. And we're like, yeah, there's, there's not really much to talk about. Like and then we go, oh, my God, it's been an hour so and much fucking <laughs> 40 minutes. I mean, the White Rabbits it, shit uh, took 20, 25 minutes alone. So, yeah, it's there's, there's stuff to talk about. So looking forward to that. Looking forward to seeing what other clues are going to come up, especially uh, Friday and SmackDown. Uh, tonight, Dynamite. See how that <laughs> how that goes. This card seems to be a little lackluster, but uh, always down for some AEW. 
um, Extreme Rules in two weeks. And that's it. Is there anything else that I need to say or you want to say before we head on? As my man, Action Bronson, put it. Sure, sure. These 16 bars cost 16 cars. Kiss these balls, bitch. We stars. And on that note. Ladies and gentlemen, Sons of Slam is over. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please continue to hit us up on the Twitters uh, at Sons of Slam Show, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Guys, thank you so very much. My name is Chris Mindell. That is the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Sir, have a good week. Bitch, we stars. The Sons of Slam Podcast.